Struggling to stay up to date with social media? Do you want to get ahead online? You're in the right place. Welcome to the Public Sector Marketing Show, the podcast for public sector professionals who want to elevate their digital communications. Here's your host, Joanne Sweeney. Hello and welcome to episode 88 of the Public Sector Marketing Show. In this episode, I'm giving you a masterclass in mobile video strategy to take your public sector marketing to the next level. In 2023, people are watching an average of 17 hours of online video per week. That's actually fallen from an average of 19 hours last year. Globally, we are watching around 84 minutes worth of videos every single day. And we prefer shorter videos thanks to TikTok. And other social networks have followed suit with the TikTokification of the social media landscape. And specifically, videos under three minutes fall into the sweet spot, according to HubSpot. So let's dive in to mobile video strategy. In today's column, I'm asking the question, is your public sector agency mobile video first? If not, why not? Well, there are six reasons that I am suggesting that you should adopt a mobile video strategy first. Number one, you are going to get an algorithmic advantage. I've already mentioned that we're living in the age of TikTokification and all of the social networks are trying to rival the fastest growing social network and app in the world. And so they are emulating what TikTok is, and that is short form mobile video. Okay, TikTok is testing moving from 10 minutes to 15, but let's face it, Meta introducing Reels on Instagram and then on Facebook, YouTube introducing Shorts and then rewarding content creators with an algorithmic boost if we lean into that content format. So your reach and your engagement will increase with that single strategic social media move. You know, I always talk about the data and I always talk about the evidence and the shifts in consumer behavior cannot be ignored. We prefer to watch short form video content and the stats speak for themselves. If we're looking at how Gen Z are consuming news and information, we know from the Digital News Report 2023 that they prefer to consume this type of information in video format. They don't want to read it in text. There's also a new step forward when it comes to mobile video, and that's what I call interactivity. Now, public sector marketing pros will always talk about engagement and meaningful engagement, and this is where you successfully stop the scroll and then the people engage with your content. So traditionally, that's a like, a comment, a share, a link click, or a video view. But now in 2023, we can take that engagement to a new level and mobile video presents it to us. So TikTok, of course, being the early adopter, we can duet with another video. We can stitch clips from other videos and bring them into our own. Reels is now introducing polls and comments on Reels. We have stickers, we have question boxes, we've got polls. So bringing engagement to a new level is something we can do with mobile video. I have coined the phrase, the five for one 
content creation advantage. And I was teaching that in our social media bootcamp class recently. And, you know, we all get frustrated as marketers with social media changing. But I've been kind of obviously changing my strategy. And I got the feeling that, in fact, if we create and if we invest in mobile first video strategy, we then have a piece of content that will be optimized for four other channels. So you've got TikTok, you've got Reels on both Instagram, Facebook, you've got YouTube Shorts, and we know that X, formerly known as Twitter, is currently testing a video feed, but of course it does support it. Uh, point number five that I want to make is the opportunity to re repurpose existing long-form video content into short-form video content. So I would encourage you to go and look at your video library. Make sure it's evergreen. You might want to have a look at your YouTube channel. And then taking those videos, running them through a tool like Opus Clips, and then you have a whole content pipeline of short-form video content. And then finally, going back to uh, my mantra and my mission, and that is to have open, transparent, accountable, and public service-driven communications. Because showing up on video, leaning into how citizens want to consume news and information will really get you rewards in the long term when it comes to public trust. So that's the business case. What do you think? Are you going to adopt a mobile-first video strategy in your public sector agency? Public Sector Pros, do you want to progress in your career? Are you going for promotion? Do you want to stay ahead of the digital media landscape? We can help you. View our training calendar at publicsectormarketingpros.com. So I'm mixing up episode 88 for you this week. And I want to give you my masterclass in mobile video strategy because recently I delivered a live webinar on the topic and I thought I would gift it to my podcast listeners and viewers. So in it, you're going to get um, mobile video on each social network. I'll talk about search engine optimization, the optimal length of videos on each social network. I will share with you some useful tools and then you'll hear from my audience and I answer those questions. So go ahead and listen to a masterclass in mobile video strategy for government and public sector. And welcome to our monthly free webinar. It's Joanne Sweeney here uh, and good to have you all. I can see that we have quite a number of people who are registered for this one. And I'm going to give you a couple of minutes uh, to come in. So let me just make sure that chat is working. So just saying hi to you all in chat. Where in the world are you? I am in Salt Hill, Galway, West of Ireland. I'm always amazed at who is joining in on these sessions from around the world. So let me know where in the world you are in as people are joining. Lisa and Leitrim, good morning. Uh, Jennifer's in Wexford. Marie's in Virginia and Cavan. Kathleen's in Newport and Mayo. We're all in beautiful parts of the country, actually. Amelia's in Leicestershire in England. Simon's in Dublin. Uh, Agia. Let me know if I've pronounced that correctly. You're in Scaries. Una is in Dublin. Love it. I love the way you just come in from 
across the world and you see my open invitation to the webinar don't you love the internet uh <laughs> yes happy halloween actually happy halloween uh Sinead is in Kilkenny um I was on a zoom earlier side note with a client and honestly I was talking and there was another voice and it wasn't any of the other three people that were on the zoom but when I asked them to mute themselves it went so maybe it wasn't a ghost um but let's get started um more people will join as we're going so today's session is on mobile video strategy specifically short form video and I know every year marketers say oh this is the big year of video right and we seem to repeat ourselves and you're all marketers in the room but something different happened this year and it was the TikTokification of social media which completely disrupted everything and now short form video is mainstream and it's almost like mandated by all the social networks and I kind of feel I know video is extra work, but I kind of feel, and you know this for me, I love a good process, right? If we have a, a workflow and a process, we can we can kill the content and we can kill our work and everybody enjoys it. So we make a lot of effort in our own small team to get our processes right. But I just do think that there's something about short form video that if we can lean into it, it actually will make everything else easier. And what I have done is I'm now getting my clients to come around to this way and I'm executing it for them. I'm also executing it for myself. So I'm going to share my insights as I always do. But let me know in chat why you were here. You let me know in chat where you are in the world, but just give me a sense of what was the motivation to, to come and join it live. And of course, if you're watching the replay, Hello to you all. You will get the replay um, in the next 24, 48 hours. And as you're watching, you will also be prompted to ask me a question, which you can do because uh, we use webinar kit and that sends the question back to me. But let me know in chat what motivated you to, to join um, on a Halloween Tuesday. Not because you've got too much time on your hands, but there must have been a reason. Uh, let me know. I love it, Marie. Curiosity, and because it is um, Halloween, I'm going to say, well, curiosity killed the cat. But yeah, curiosity is important because if we're not curious, then we don't have an intention to learn more, right? Uh, John is coming in from Liverpool. Uh, yeah, you want to make short form videos for social. So it's really useful to think about strategy behind them and advise the clients for sure. Um, I'm all about the strategy first, then the process, and then the execution that comes last. Uh, Jennifer says a lot of our social media posts are generic Canva images. And I would say that's common for a lot of people. We don't use videos enough. And with not having video skills, I'm interested in how to make short form videos. Okay, great. Um, and Lisa's just topping up her training um, from other training that you did. So brilliant. Okay. Um, Amelia says, I'm a, oh, a podcast fan. That always makes me smile inside. I'm a big fan of your podcast. I wanted to see how amazing the webinars are. Well, people love the webinars and I love doing them because as you can tell, I get energy from the room, even though I can't see you and you can see me. Um, yeah, thanks for showing up. And it's my commitment to public sector pros 
that no matter how we work together, I will always lead with value, the free content and the podcast, the free content and the webinars, and then other bits and pieces. So lovely to have you here, Amelia, and thanks for tuning into the podcast. Uh, Kathleen says she wanted to remind herself. So I am Joanne Sweeney, if you haven't met me visually uh, before, and I over 20 years in communications, but for the past six have committed my life to the service of public sector pros because I think you need my help and actually care about the work that you do because you all exist in the public interest and um, the world needs you and it needs your work. So what we're going to go through today is why you should have a mobile first video strategy. And you know I've heard it before. If you've worked with me, if you've come to my webinars, if you've listened to the podcasts, you need to be a better internal influencer. Guys, you need to convince leadership or your line manager why a mobile first video strategy matters. And then they've got to invest in you in terms of giving you the time, the tools, the resources to reorientate what you're doing. Just like Jennifer says, it's static image-based content that's just not going to cut through it right now. So she needs to make that business case um, and she's going to be here figuring out what she needs to do, but then to communicate that back is really important. So why you should have one. We'll look at mobile video in each social network, the optimum times for each. And I'm also going to give you inspiration and ideas in terms of content creation. I'm going to talk about search engine optimization for video. And any of you that have done SEO for websites, you're going to bring those skills to social. If you've never done it before, I'll tell you in one slide how to do it for video. I'm going to share with you my favorite tools, but oh my goodness, there's one tool that I haven't put on it that I was going to keep a secret, but you know, I don't like to keep secrets from you because I love to share when I find something new, but I found this super duper amazing tool when I was in San Francisco at Content Marketing World at the end of September. And I think I'm gonna do a whole webinar on it because I am using it at the moment. And I don't share to sell to you, I share because of the value. So I'll mention it, but I think I'm gonna come back and show you how I've used it and to see the fruits of my work. We'll do a Q&A and then I'll tell you about some of our other social media courses that are coming up. Okay, so I've got a poll that I need to start. Let me get that poll. And here we go. So you should see a poll on your screen. Are your social media videos mobile first? And again, no right or wrong answers. It just is what it is. Um, so the options are, hell yes, they are. Nope, or we don't have a mobile video strategy. So let's get the feedback and the insight from the room. Um, and this is a small sample, right? But from a sample, you can kind of get a sense for where people are. So at the moment, oh, <laughs> bang on 36% for hell yes, and we don't have a mobile video strategy, and 25% for nope. For those of you who said nope, right? Do me a favor, go back into chat. And if you don't have a mobile first video strategy, do you have an archive or a library of videos currently like sitting on YouTube? Because I could give you a piece of gold today if you do. Thank me later. You see, I do the hard work so you don't have to. 
So anyone who said you don't have a mobile video strategy, but do you have a bank? And actually this goes for everyone. Do you have a YouTube library that has what I call evergreen content? So it's relevant now, even when it was posted like six months ago. Marie, yes, okay. Then you're going to get one takeaway that you'll be thankful you spent this hour with me for. Yeah, Kathleen says, yeah. Okay, well, I have a piece of great news for you guys. Somebody was actually, Una, thank you for putting that comment in. You see, this is why you need to communicate with me. It makes me a better teacher. Una, if they're not on YouTube, maybe they're sitting in like a, a OneDrive, a Google Drive or a Dropbox. It needs to be a public link. I can also help with this. Well, not me, but a tool that I'm going to recommend. Okay, so final results, 43% are going mobile first with their video. Brilliant, 29% uh, no, and then another 29% we don't have a mobile video strategy. Okay, so after today, you're going to be uh, more intentional about it. But if you're making the case to senior management and even having a comms meeting, so maybe put it on the agenda for the next team meeting and going, you know, all the social networks are prioritizing short form mobile video. Why aren't we doing it? You know, and it's not a criticism. Come here, I'm always checking what we're doing, you know, and I have to be the practitioner in order to be the teacher. So I need to do it before I can preach to you guys, but bring up the conversation at the next team meeting. But there's six key reasons. And we make our strategic marketing decisions based on evidence uh, of what is working right now. And it changes and it changes, but this is this is right now. So number one, you're gonna get algorithmic advantage. That's a given. Instagram and Facebook introduced reels, as you know. That's a direct competitor to TikTok but they have about 30% of the watch time on reels that TikTok has. And TikTok just keeps, wow, it keeps innovating. It's off the charts. It is off the charts. So you're going to get algorithmic advantage. And if I was doing like tomorrow, I'm doing my social media bootcamp. And the first question I'll ask the attendees is, what's your goals for your next 12 months? And without fail, they'll say more reach, more engagement, you know, more conversions, whatever it is. And then the first thing I'm going to say was, let's play to the social media gallery. Let's play to what the algorithms are prioritizing right now. And that's short form mobile video content. And if you do nothing else and you're consistent with that, you're going to get the bump. You're going to get the new reach. You're going to get the new eyeballs, but then you're going to get the engagement. Okay. And there are other tactics that we can do to get more engagement on those videos. Secondly, major shifts in user behavior. I mean, I can quote multiple different pieces of evidence. I'll quote the Digital News Report 2023 that says that younger demographics want to watch news and information, they don't want to read it. Okay, so that's the Reuters University of Oxford study of 2023. It came out in June. Public sector and government and nonprofits and NGOs and charities um, even businesses, right? Some of you are from the corporate sector here. People want to watch news and information and you need to see yourself as a news provider. You need to, you need to. So that shift, even look at your own behavior as an example. How much more video are you watching? 
You know, are you watching more TikTok and Reels in favor of like a Netflix episode? Is Netflix on in the background? We can always start with ourselves, but the major shifts in user behavior are the reasons that the social networks change their algorithm and the interface. Thirdly, there's better opportunity for interactivity here. And this means interaction. Um, reach is fine. We'll all get reach um, when we put content out. But meaningful social media is when our audience is actually engaging with us and we're taking them on a journey. Yeah. Um, and with video now and short form video, there's great ways that we can get that interaction on TikTok. There's multiple um, methods like we can stitch, we can duet um, on Instagram. Um, they're adding polls and comments for reels, you know, and um, we've got all these sticker um, interactive features that we can use question boxes. So you've when you're doing your strategy and you're thinking about your content plan, you've got to add in a section there for how are we going to get interaction on it? Go that step further. I know you're conservative. I know you're considered. But you've got to start leaning into engagement, guys. You cannot keep having a strategy of posting and going. Let's just post. Let's just leave. Let's ask some questions. Let's encourage feedback. Um you might not get as much negativity as you think you will because that's you're coming from a place of fear. Reason number four is what I call the five for one content creation opportunity. If you have a really good content plan and you commit to creating short form mobile video strategy and you get one right and you're doing one a week, you've got four a month, you then have four other platforms where you can put it. So if you're creating for Reels, for example, on Instagram, you can put it on Facebook Reels, you can put it on YouTube Shorts. If you're on TikTok, you can put it there. Many of you aren't because it's banned on government and public sector devices. Um, and then X, formerly known as Twitter, is now testing a new dedicated video-only feed and they're surfacing more video content and it is mobile optimized. So thinking about the amplification cross channel by just creating that single video is really good. Number five, there's an opportunity to repurpose long form video to multiple formats. This is where I start my friends. I start actually with the long form video. So the video podcast that I produce, it's a, an audio podcast, but it's deliberately a video podcast because the repurposability opportunity is absolutely massive. And I can get it into text form. I can get it into carousels from Instagram. I can get it into short form video content. And I'm gonna show you an example in a little while that's gonna blow your head off your shoulders and you're gonna go, wow. So, and I had a new client recently and they're like, you know, we wanna get more public engagement. We want them to know the important messages, what we have to share. We want to do more content. What should we do? And you know I'm a content marketer, and that's my first love, right, is creating content, telling the story, and then let the social networks and the internet do the legwork. And I said to them, give me every single month the top five questions the public are asking you that are really triggering them. 
then join me. We'll jump into StreamYard. So StreamYard is the streaming and the video tool that I use for my podcast interviews. So you can see I brand my studio and I spend about 45 minutes with that client. That's all. And she has her five topics prepared, but the topic is a question. So one might be, for example, how do we manage um, an employee, I don't know, an upset employee where we need to you know, bring in more supports? So already with that one question, she's triggering a whole audience who maybe has the same problem. But then she goes on to explain the next steps. Okay, so that's what you've got to do. And this is why the comments and social are your friend. The negativity is your friend. They are giving you the richest content ideas that you can create. So we created that content feature. We give it a name. We created a brand. They batch produce their videos. We edit them. We repurpose them into a LinkedIn article, short form video content. And I'm going to show you how. And also then into social posts and seeding that out. So from one video, we probably have about, I don't know, eight to 10 pieces of content that lead with value. Take my ideas. I run my content strategy from the North Star of I lead with value because if you show up, Joanne will tell you, you know, some free advice, lead with value. You need to do the same for the public, but look into the comments and I'm going to talk to you about keyword research. So I would actually start with long form video content, maybe with your subject matter expert, and it can be landscape. So there's a bit of a trick here. You can start with landscape, but repurpose for mobile first. And I'll show you how. Sixth reason, this constant, constant virtuous cycle of content creation in feeds, getting algorithmic advantage, and you consistently showing up, it's just going to drive trust, transparency, reach and engagement. It's a virtuous content marketing cycle. And again, I was at content marketing world, right? And it was massive, three days. And I still haven't written my takeaways blog post. But anyway, I'll tell you the big message that I took away that was consistent over the three days was we need to go back to basics with our content marketing. Yes, we've got all these platforms and we can repurpose, but the starting point are your content pillars. So go to each, like if I'm looking at you, Kathleen, go to your each directorate now before Christmas, send them an email and go, what are the five key pillar topics that your directorate or department is going to be pushing out in 2024? So all of you have a responsibility to do that. Ask the experts, ask your senior leaders, what are the big topics of 2024? That's the first thing. And then you develop the subtopics and then you put them front of screen. Okay. And you start to experiment and get the content. So next mobile video then and each social network. So TikTok currently has a duration of 10 minutes. They are testing 15 minutes. My friend, they are coming for the YouTube audience. YouTube is a long form video channel but tiktok is coming for it uh, so currently we can be on there for 10 minutes they're testing uh 15 instagram reels is currently 90 seconds in some demographics it's gone up to three minutes and they're testing it there that's probably going to be rolled out everywhere um 
we've got reels on Facebook, but we have video on Facebook. So we can have longer videos on Facebook, you know, five, 10, 15, 20 minutes, whatever you want. Um, and then we have LinkedIn, which is maximum 10 minutes. And then we have X, formerly known as Twitter, two minutes and 20 seconds. If you don't have verification and you don't have Media Studio, um, you can have longer videos if you do. Um, but that doesn't mean that it's a target, like a speed limit. You know, it shouldn't be a target. If you're starting off or if you want to kind of get early wins on your mobile video strategy for social, go short. Start off short and try and get that early reach and try and get that attention. So TikTok, I'd recommend 10 to 15 seconds. On X, because they're more an informed audience, they're there for the news, the information, the breaking stories, maybe 20 to 45 seconds. YouTube, and this is the channel itself, five to 15 minutes, because people are going there with the intention of the long watch unless it's a, it's a tutorial video and you're showing me how to do something. Maybe it doesn't need to be five minutes. It needs to be as long as it needs to be to show me how to do it. YouTube shorts, maximum length of those is actually 60 seconds, but you need your video to be 59 seconds because 60 seconds doesn't upload, but go into 30 to 45 seconds. And if you haven't already looked at the YouTube app on your phone, open it up because there's a shorts feed and you'd almost think you're in Instagram Reels or you're in TikTok, but it's based on your YouTube search and behavior. So we now have YouTube trying to become that social network that it never could be. It was more of a search engine, if you like. And side note from audio days that I was at last Friday, actually, YouTube is the biggest podcasting library in the world, believe it or not. That's where we go for our podcast first before Spotify. Facebook, 30 to 90 seconds. Instagram Reels, 30 to 45 seconds. And then LinkedIn, 30 seconds to five minutes. LinkedIn is still not embracing the whole video game. And I wonder if they want to be, to differentiate themselves by actually not prioritizing video, but I would not get a lot of reach in video. And this is common when you look at reports, they still like text-based, image-based content. Uh, that's not to say that they might not change. I mean, they're owned by Microsoft, so their, their capabilities are absolutely massive in terms of development work. Okay, so going into each social network individually, and then I'm gonna talk about SEO and how to plan your content. Instagram is the visual storytelling uh, channel. And if you do not have like visuals and videos, you're going to struggle. And then of course, there's multiple places to put, to put that content. So we've got grid, which is square. We've got stories, which is portrait. We've got reels, which is portrait. Um, and then we've got post guides, which is essentially just posts from our grid, but it's all image led. Now, those of us, and listen, we still use Canva and Adobe Express. We still love graphics, but it's the carousel that we're going in on, or it is that single image. But you have to have more video content than you do of static right now. Um, stories and highlights then give you that interactivity. And as I mentioned, Instagram is currently testing a polls 
actually in comments in reels so again they're trying to get an audience to spend more time on instagram reels because as i said the battle with tiktok is huge my recommendation on short form video content on facebook is just cross post your stories from instagram just do it make sure they're connected you need to do this in business suite um on meta so maybe going into your facebook page clicking on business suite and making sure that they are connected correctly there but i would just cross post stories from instagram to facebook when it comes to facebook reels this is low-hanging fruits my friend if you are creating any sort of short form mobile video upload them natively to facebook we still cannot cross post from instagram to facebook with our reels I suspect it is coming because what Meta are doing is Meta are going to create, I don't know, a version of WeChat. And WeChat is the single social network in China and everything happens on that. So more and more Instagram and Facebook are just becoming this one melting pot. And there you may see it just all come together sooner or later where they just rationalize and put all their eggs into one basket. So until we can do that cross-posting, upload natively to Facebook on Business Suite if you wanna schedule it or you can go directly to your page. Okay, so you gotta save your video maybe on your computer, computer sh share it from maybe your mobile if you're creating on Instagram, but get it up. That will give you eyeballs for sure. And that will again give you an immediate uh, uptake and reach and immediate uptake in engagement and I'm going to talk about meta and reels a little bit more when I get on to the SEO. X formerly known as Twitter it's like the artist formerly known as Prince. I mean I don't know how long we have to say this for. I even listen to journalists and national radio and they were they are not saying X they are saying Twitter and tweets. Um, I'm trying to make the transition so I'm saying X formerly Twitter they're testing the new video feed, as I mentioned. So I would begin to test more video content. Um, and yes, their analytics is a bit broken at the moment because they're trying to move from analytics.twitter.com to analytics.x.com and they haven't made the shift. But I've always really liked Twitter's analytics um, and the fact that you can see how many video views and impressions and your engagement rate. So I hope they get their analytics right on X and start testing. You know, I can teach you and you know that and I can preach, but until you put it into action and find out what's working, then all of this is just theoretical. YouTube Shorts, I think, has been a lovely um, addition uh, to and a gift to marketers. You know, you will agree that YouTube's been that social network slash search engine that none of us have ever really been able to crack, right? We do know what's helped website traffic and it hosts our videos, but we really don't give it much attention. I think now is the time to actually give it attention and to take that short form mobile video content that you're creating and lean in. And I truly believe because people are going to YouTube for news, for information about climate action, about circular economy, about sustainability, about all of that, guys, you've got the gold. Your content, people are searching for there. And if you're now in a shorts feed, 
and bumping people from shorts to YouTube to your website, that's amazing exposure. You also can reach a younger audience that are, I mean, I know my 14-year-old, it's YouTube, right? That's that's what he watches. That's where he gets his information. He's on YouTube. Um, and again, being there is going to help you in so many ways. Um, it's effective because it allows you to say what you want to say in short form content, but it's already done. You're keeping it under the 59 seconds. Educational content is massive on YouTube. I mean, it has how many users or views does it have? Like you're talking billions in terms of a captive audience. It's there. You just need to kind of get your act together and turn those YouTube videos into short form videos. And you can do it with one click. Wait till I show you. Um, also, the interactivity that I spoke about at the beginning of the session, YouTube is bringing it in. And again, don't fear it. Embrace it. Look at the comments. Look at what people are talking about. Make that the inspiration for your next video. Um, and also, it's giving you that extra edge around transparency and accountability which, you know, I always say is the number one currency in the world for government and public sector, especially when we have democracy at stake and citizen journalists driving the narrative. It's really important that you step up and that you feed these news feeds with social media for good. It is your responsibility to, to get the content out of your servers, out of the heads of your subject matter experts and in to the news feeds of the public who need to see it you know and content is not your issue right you've got the content there's there's something that's happening between it being in the server in the brain and getting out and maybe maybe put your thoughts into chat for me here like I, I love when you tell me your problems because I love coming up with solutions but what is it that's the sticking point and maybe we can deal with that in the Q&A so cost effective, my friends. Content marketing takes time, but the return that you get on your investment book is huge. So it's about working smarter, not harder, not cutting corners, but really taking the content out of the archives and pushing it right out. And if you think about how TikTok works, and if you're not on TikTok because you're, your agency doesn't support it because of the, the ban, the security ban, Get on it on your personal phone because it is an insightful channel and that's where everybody else is going. So you need to teach yourself about TikTok by having a personal account. And let me tell you about TikTok. What was I going to say? Oh, yeah. Timeliness. So what's common on TikTok is when you see a video on your For You page. So this is the algorithm serving you content that you're interested in. So it keeps you in this loop. You know, mine's is content. Mine is cats and middle-aged women, as my son says. <laughs> you know, mom, your TikTok is awful. But anyway, it's just me. So TikTok knows what I'm interested in and keeps serving it up to me. But what is hugely fascinating is that, again, last night scrolling TikTok, watched a video. The next thing that we do is, as consumers, we tap onto the profile and we're like, She's really interesting. I want to know a bit more about her life. So I tap on her profile, right? And what it does is the video that I've just watched goes black and it says just watched. 
And then I look at the timestamp and the video is from maybe eight months ago. So timeliness is a weird thing. I mean, we talk about social media as marketers and we go, oh, social media is about the now. It's what's happening in the now. But TikTok has kind of reversed it. It takes us back to a trending video and then we follow and then we watch more and more videos. So we kind of like next Netflixize and cannibalize the content in one go. And so please use TikTok as an experiment. Um, and I truly believe I have I've been unable to get TikTok to talk to me in Ireland and they have the European headquarters. And I keep tagging them on LinkedIn and I'd say I'm blacklisted, but I have genuine questions for them. Um, currently in Ireland, uh, and that's I can only speak for Ireland because I asked the question of officials and currently the state of play is it is currently not uh, allowed to be in use on government devices or for the foreseeable. But I am making a prediction and you've heard it here first. I think this is going to be circumvented. It's too big. There's over 2 million people in Ireland using TikTok and it's hot on the heels of the 2.7 million people using Instagram. And I predict in 2024, it's going to overtake Instagram in Ireland. And we know that you guys in government and public sector need to reach that audience on TikTok because they they ain't getting the right information and you need to be there. Um, so I think something's going to happen. I, I don't think this is a long term. I mean, and listen, Meta's had buckets of breaches. So I don't think one is better than the other. Anyway, the data insights that we get on YouTube are pretty spectacular uh, studio, YouTube studio, if you haven't looked at it. When you start putting out shorts, because you're going to do it, if you start putting out mobile first content, go and have a look. This will bring old videos, more traffic. And then it also might have a positive effect on your Google, your GA4 analytics. Um, and again, good for brand image and trust. Even though you can't use TikTok, I thought we could be inspired by some TikTok trends in terms of ideation. TikTok is all about public ser service announcements. I mean, ordinary people and influencers are opening up the TikTok and saying, this is a public service announcement, or here's my point of view, POV. So this content works. So even though you're not going to be creating for TikTok, let's be inspired by the content hooks that are working right now on TikTok. Um, behind the scenes insights also work. So we it's really hard for you because you've been, for a start before social, you were told you couldn't talk to the media or you couldn't talk to the public. It was the gift of the press office. Then social media becomes mainstream and every department is told, oh, you have to do social. And now you're like, and now we have to do behind the scenes content and not just corporate comms. So I understand that that is, is a difficult shift, but you've got to practice and start doing more of it. Bring people behind the scenes, introduce them to departments, tell people what they do. And uh, yes, it might be hard to get some employees to buy into it. But if you get one or two early adopters and actually uh, Marina Institute during the summer had a lovely series um, with your your students, your bursars, and we got to know about those. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, and just using that um, for other staff members, I think would be great. And again, there will be a handful that will embrace it and then that might encourage others to do it. Explainer videos, my friends, are 
amazing. They blow off the charts for news websites. They blow off the charts for, for TikTok. And explainer videos are simply giving you an insight. One, two, three, A, B, C. So again, you might say, you know, everybody in the news is talking about, I don't know, you know, whether we legalize cannabis in Ireland or not. We had this, you know, citizens assembly. The vote was really tight. But here's what's going to happen next. And you simply explain it in three to five points. So you're taking complex corporate scientific information and you're just telling it in a simple story. And actually, this is something that news agencies in Europe are now embracing and they're calling it um, constructive journalism because that's what's working. People are like, just tell me what I need to know in five points. So that sort of approach to your short form video content works brilliantly. Challenges and trends. So again, if you're responsible for any sort of implementation of government policy, then maybe it's not, you know, in favor by the public. Maybe it doesn't sit well. But again, talk about these challenges. You know, talk about climate action, talk about the circular economy and tell people the reality. We as the public have a responsibility to inform ourselves. You know, it's not your job to do everything for us. It's your job to implement government policy and to communicate and to inform us. But give us that information and tell us the facts and be straight with it. FAQs, um, again, what questions are you always getting? Um, either through your call center, your email inbox, through comments on social, get them on a spreadsheet. And then that becomes your content plan, easy. And you know, if you've read my book or if you've listened to my podcast, I have the opposite of FAQs, which is FNCs, frequent nasty comments, throw those in there as well. Place is huge on social. So if you're talking about locale, you know, if you're a, a local authority, local government, this always works. And you don't always have to be the cre creator. I always say to people, go to the public and ask them to curate content for me for you. Um, again, from, from place. Employee spotlight, I give you the example from Marine Institute. That's a good one. This is another one, my job challenge. So people tell it, explaining what your work is because government and public sector and NGOs can be can be faceless apart from the person that's doing the, the media interviews. And so humanizing your organization is important. And this is a, a TikTok trend. Historical facts, actually the Royal Irish Academy are doing this on Instagram at the moment. And I can't remember her name. Can't remember her name. She's doing the diploma in social media and she took it to her as her assignment. And in the first two posts and she made them into reels, it just blew up. Because people love history and nostalgia. And she was talking about artifacts that the Royal Irish Academy are holding. So again, what have you got in your history box that you could pull out? Excuse me. Youth engagement is always a challenge for government and public sector because maybe your content mightn't be enticing or sexy. But what do young people care about? Are there graduates that you're trying to target on LinkedIn that maybe you want to recruit as new talent? Is mental health or a health topic something you can talk about? 
How about major issues like education or again, climate action? I mean, if I even look at my two children and look at them as, you know, my market research, they are an informed group compared to what I was at their age, for sure, because they're exposed to so much media. And then interactive polls and questions. So really getting that interactivity going. Uh, another few ideas, success stories always work. Competitions work if you can do them. Giving away like vouchers or any product that you do have, that generates uh, loads of interactivity and you can do it on a video. Collaborations are important and we know that on Instagram, the collaborate feature is beautiful. So if you are doing a project or a campaign and there's another government agency or a charity or a stakeholder or a subgroup, if there's another Instagram account connected to your agency, you can collaborate with them, which means it's a tag. So at mention them in tags, tap on invite to collaborate. And if they accept, and obviously you talk to them in advance, it would be pre-agreed. That Instagram reel goes on your account and it goes on their account. So essentially you're getting optimization on two Instagram accounts, which is massive. I would be adding collaborations as a strategic maneuver in my Instagram plan right now, if I was you. Safety demonstrations are huge. Dublin Fire Brigade do it really well. Um, when they're going out to fires, very often they will give us a photograph and they will tell us what started the fire and how to avoid it. So any sort of demonstrations or how to, to work hugely well um, on video. So after all of that, um, with some new ideas, with the reasons for it's important, knowing that they can be really short, will you bring the need for a mobile video strategy to your team? Will you outsource it? So these are questions that you want to ask yourself. And at the back end of the year, we're kind of thinking about 2024. So these are these are good questions to think about. Where does the content that we already have in long form video, even if it's landscape exist? Are there other videos that we've commissioned, corporate videos that we can take back out? Because we spend a lot of money and you guys have, you know, invest in videos, but I feel they get one, they get one run out. When it's the launch, they get to go out and then they never see the light of day again. So do we have a pipeline of video content that we could repurpose? Because I'm telling you, my friends, I've got the tools and you'd even have to do it manually. All right. So bring that question back. And if we're starting from fresh to create content, to build up a library based on 2024 priorities, um, how are we going to do that? OK, search engine optimization for video. I'm just checking the time. Here's how you do it, my friends. Here is how you do it. It also helps you to do content planning. And this is how I do content planning myself. So I mentioned earlier, Kathleen, going to all the different directorates in the Marine Institute and asking them, what are your priorities? And I call it pillar topics. So in content marketing language, it's called pillar topics. We go back to basics. What are the top four or five pillar topics that each directorate needs to focus 
on next year. Okay, my example, mental health might be one of the topics for Healthy Ireland local government. Okay, perfect. From that, then you ask them to then give you what we call subtopics. Mental health is really broad, right? It's a massive discipline. I mean, we've got teenagers, we've got older people, we've got new moms. You know, one message doesn't speak to everyone. So we need to go into our subtopics. And what we're doing here is classic search engine optimization. We're going in for the long tail keyword. And what a long tail keyword is, it's a more niche down descriptive version of a search term that we might put into social or to Google or to YouTube. So an example of a long tail keyword related to mental health would be how to deal with exam anxiety. Boom. So what I've got here is now I've got anxiety and mental health. So they're, they're related terms. Okay. How to is one of the most searched terms on the internet and on social right now. And then I'm going straight in for the audience without even calling the audience out being saying, you know, lifelong learners, adult students, uh, second level students, university students. I've said exam anxiety. And you can see the image on the right hand side. I put that into Instagram. And here's the results that I got up. There's Mel Robbins, no surprise. Uh, she does a lot of great video content on mental health and just general life hacks. Actually, my friend Louise sent me a great one this morning. Um, but anyway, I digress. So going in with your pillar topics, your subtopics, you should have at least five subtopics for each main topic. And you're doing your long tail keywords. You as the comms person might not have the knowledge, but this is where we need to lean into the subject matter expertise of our colleagues. Okay, they need to work with us on it. Then you bring those long tail keywords you've got five right for each pillar topic you're going to go to youtube you're going to go to google and you're going to go to tiktok and you're going to go to instagram okay and you're going to have a look at the the video titles and the article titles that are surfaced and you want to look at the top so on google you only look at the first page of google and then on instagram and on youtube and on tiktok you actually look at probably above the fold and you're tapping in and on TikTok and on shorts and on reels specifically, you're looking at the video view numbers, okay? This is called data-driven content marketing research. And actually another exclusive content marketing world, we're looking for some of us to give our content marketing predictions for 2024. So I gave mine on Friday. Don't know whether they're going to use it, but mine was that I, I'm predicting that TikTok is going to become the number one keyword research search engine for content marketers because it's so damn good. It is so damn good. I am going there for my ideation and my keyword research. And what you're doing here is you are validating your idea before you create the content. How often do you create content and you are underwhelmed and you're disappointed and you're like, spend all that time, it's rubbish, social's rubbish, video's rubbish, why are we doing it? This is called data-driven content marketing. You're actually looking at the evidence and the data for the content that you've proven that somebody else has created and that the audience has proven that it's sticky and that it's shareable. 
and we're often not reinventing the wheel, okay? So you get your video ideation, you nail down your ideas, you've got your keyword, long tail keyword nailed, then you decide on your title, which is actually gonna be very, very similar to your long tail keyword. You're just gonna tweak it. You can bring that into Headline Analyzer, which is one of my favorite tools. Uh, people who've worked with me before will have seen me using it. There's a free version and a paid for. You'll get a couple of headlines tested in the free version every month. Then my friends, you write your copy. And this is where you go back to your subject matter experts at the beginning and you ask them for 300 words on those subtopics. They have to write, and maybe there's a white paper that was already existed. Maybe there was a press release. Maybe there was an annual report. Maybe they did a specific report. Maybe it's a policy brief. You ask yourself, where is the information? Where does it exist for this subtopic? If it doesn't, somebody's got to write it. And then this is where ChatGPT becomes our friends. You know, my rule of thumb is use ChatGPT for content that's already be, being created and that's publicly available and you will be in a safe place. Um, I'm not sure if your organization has an AI use policy. The United Nations issued one last week. Go and have a look at it. Uh, but it's probably about time that, that you guys do. But ChatGPT then could repurpose your 300 words and you could ask it to write a 30 second video script for Instagram. Boom. Um, and then you write your copy and then you write your caption and your long tail keyword. This is the SEO part now. You're saying your long tail keyword and you're opening three to five seconds. You've got a piece of text overlay of your long tail keyword on the camera screen. You, you mention it a couple of times in your script. You mention it in your caption and you also hashtag it. And that is it. That is how you do SEO for social video. And you do that consistently and you will hopefully be surfacing in the explore and the search functions of those social networks. Okay, some of my favorite tools and my new favorite, favorite one isn't here. I'm gonna keep it a secret and do a whole webinar on it for you after I can show you the goods. So if you are wanna create really good TikTok-like videos, CapCut is brilliant. There's a free version, but there's also a paid for version and it actually has templates. So if you wanna start by teaching yourself how do you how to create great TikTok videos, even just buying a subscription of the CapCut um, app for a year, and they never cost that much. It's usually 60 or 80 quid. It should come through. Uh, your business or your employer should be paying for it. Maybe you buy it and then they reimburse you. But these skills, we have to have these skills now. We can't go to video editing school. They're just ubiquitous. It's like learning how to use social. These are skills that we should all have. So CapCut is a brilliant place to start. Otter.ai is amazing. So let's say you are interviewing your subject matter expert and they're giving you 15 minutes of their time. Just turn that on in the background. I think you get 80 free minutes a month. It's an AI powered transcription tool and accuracy is huge. So really good. Even in meetings, some people will have it on. I know journalists, when I'm doing PR for clients, journalists have otter.ai app on their phone. So they're not taking notes. They just have their phone up and they're doing the interview and that's transcribing it. And then they're live tweeting. Um, StreamYard is my live streaming tool. I also use it for my pre-recorded interviews. 
um, for the podcast because I could brand the studio. And it's also now inbuilt editing. It's, you, you can add in a timestamp and it will clip the video for you. Restream will allow you to turn audio into video and cross post across multiple social networks. If you've got a podcast that you want to repurpose. And then Canva, of course, is great for content creation, animation. It also has video in there and it's got lots and lots of new generative AI power tools. But there's one other that I'm going to show you. And I know we've got four minutes left and I'm going to do questions, but I need to show you this. So while I go and open it up, put your questions into chat. Um, and I'm going to put this tool into chat. So this isn't the super duper one that I found in Washington at Content Marketing World. This is one that I found about two months ago and I bought a year subscription and it cost me $113. Watch this. I get super excited about these things and I'm always trying to find people who get as excited as me. So let me log in. Come on, let me log in. So what I did is I gave it one of my um, podcast episodes and it was a 41 minute video and I asked it for portrait video clips. Where is the login? Oh, I'm already logged in. So I have to go to my dashboard. Okay. So I asked it for um 40 for, for short clips of 15, between 15 and 30 seconds. And watched what happens. So what I literally did is I opened up the tool, I registered an account. You can register a free account now, and I think you get 30 minutes free. Okay. So this was, I think, episode one or two of the public sector marketing show. We're about 84 now. You can see here it was 41 minutes long. I asked it for short clips of less than a minute, around 30 seconds, I think. And guess what it did? Yeah, here, 30 to 60 seconds. It created. 23 videos my friends look 23 videos and not only did it create 23 videos that is super optimized for mobile video feeds across all social networks it also acted as editor and it went in for the sound bites where i was sharing great content it wrote the headline so the first headline is Becoming a government social influencer, niche credibility and engaged followers. It gave me a score, a click-through score of 99 out of 100. And it also provided me with a transcript. And I'm not finished there. It completely optimized a landscape video into portrait and it added dynamic captions. Um, and the topic for today's show is how to become a social media influencer in government and public sector. There's been much written about dynamic captions. So it added the ca captions and they're dynamic because they're you've got color and they jump out. And then I can download it. Is that not amazing that I got 23 clips with hooks 
by one click of a button. I copied and pasted the YouTube link into it. And I paid for the premium of $113. And what is this now? This is the virtuous cycle of putting that high-end expert quality content that is leading with value for my audience into TikTok, Instagram, Facebook shorts. And while I'm working all of this, so I'm going to download those, upload them all to Agora Post, my social media management tool, and that's it. This is this is the marketing world that we are living in. AI is transforming our lives and it will transform your lives for the better. And where do you see the next one? Um, Let's see, what are you saying? Yeah, that's some value. And the captions are great. So what I want you to do is go and find a YouTube video. I've put the link of Opus Pro in. Register an account. Maybe you want to use your personal email address. It might be blocked with work email. Put in a password. Go to your public YouTube channel. Choose a video and watch the magic happen. And look, that would take days. I mean, is it going to put marketers out of business, somebody like me? Absolutely not. Or you. But we should be spending our time doing different things. And as um, Helen from Futury, who was the opening speaker at Audio Days on Friday in Copenhagen, said, marketers that do, AI will not replace marketers. But AI will replace marketers that don't embrace AI. So this is just an example of what's ahead of us. Okay, yeah, I'm glad you appreciate opus.ai because I think it's groundbreaking. Um, and yeah, this would, would have been a service that I would have provided to clients, but we just do, don't need to do it anymore and we do other things. Okay, so that is the top tools. Any questions? I think we're on to questions. Any questions? Lots in that. Lots of value, I hope. Lots to think about. You'll get the replay and the slides in about 24 to 48 hours. Um, no worries. And just a reminder, all of the topics that I talk about, um, I'm doing my live courses. <clears throat> And Ashley, you ask about marketing and AI. That is one of the topics in our brand new Diploma in Digital Communications for Government and Public Sector. It's module five. Um, so there's the three courses. Tomorrow I'm doing the boot camp. So I do social media strategy and tactics for each social network. Starting next Monday, we've got the six-week Diploma in Digital Communications for Government and Public Sector. This is brand new. And this uh, are topics that comms professionals really need to lean in to and then the following Friday Friday week the diploma in social media for government and public sector starts and that's going straight in on social media specifically so the link is there it's the training calendar you can have a look and if you're not like Amelia and you haven't subscribed to the podcast please make sure that you do um, and Audible are always sending, selling the audiobook Public Sector Marketing Pro um, for really cheap. And actually, sometimes they give it out for free. But thanks, as always, guys, for coming along. I went over the hour. Apologies for that. But uh, nice to hang out with you. And I will see you on the November webinar.
Have a great day. If you want to acquire the skills and the competencies of mobile video, I have a dedicated module in our brand new professional diploma in digital communications for government and public sector. We also have the diploma in social media, which is now available on demand for you to take. And then we have the social media bootcamp, which is shorter and faster, and it's a, a quick fire uh, run through of all the social networks. All of those CPD accredited courses are now available to take on our website. And finally, just to mention the book, because I spent hours investing in that book, it's the second edition of Public Sector Marketing Pro. It's available on Amazon, and if you prefer to listen to books, you can grab yourself a copy from Audible. Thank you so much for tuning in to episode 88. I will see you on the next show. If you enjoyed this episode, please share with a Public Sector Pro you know. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review on your favorite podcast platform or on YouTube. For more free resources, details of our upcoming training courses and consulting options, log on to publicsectormarketingpros.com.